Morning, George. What's going on in the morning brew today? Good morning, everyone. We are going to be talking about quite a few things today. We're going to be talking about Epoch Comics. Uh, we're going to be talking about a shop in Bayonne. We're going to give them a good, a big shout out to them. Uh, we have the topic for today, which is AI. You know, we're going to be talking about that. So, uh, sure. you know, and, and I'm sure I missed a couple of things, but we're about to go get it right now. Let's do it. Let's do it. What's up? What's up? Good morning, everybody. Buenos dias. Good morning, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to the morning brew. The crazy yes. brew. Yes, sure. we are. We are here on a Friday morning. We missed yesterday's show because I, I had some stuff going on at work. But uh, sure. we are back today. It is Friday. Uh, so, you know, hope everybody's about to enjoy this weekend. Um, you know, big shout out yeah. to people down in freaking Florida, man. Orlando's getting hit in the cold. Nicole's hitting them hard. What's the effects of it? So, it's been storming all night here, bro. Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah, but I, I just wanted to extend a little shout out to the people out yeah. there in uh, in in in, in uh, Florida. Uh, but yeah, no. Hey, listen. If you haven't done so yet, we're gonna be talking about some you know pop culture stuff. We're gonna be giving you some news about you know just maybe local comic book shops that are that are popping up and and what they're doing. So if you want to listen to that, give us a quick subscribe. Subscribe to the channel. Give us a like, comment, you know, hit the bell so you know when we are going live. For example, today on Friday, we are live. So, uh, yeah, do all that stuff. We're trying to grow this channel. Get it popping. Get it big. Uh, but, yes. yeah, man, that's what that's what's going on. We got, we got some stuff to talk about today. I know your, 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 uh, the that's topic on, on Monday was, was uh, interesting. Monday was dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we get into that, uh, you know, um, yeah. got some uh, in the news. <laughs> Tops in the Bronx. Tops in the Bronx. Yes, Thank indeed. You, so, uh, yeah. So, everything's out. The Kickstarter's out. Everything got shipped. The shirts, the books, the digital rewards, everything got shipped out. And, you know, I even, for those who elected to just do a um, a bonus uh, uh, support without any rewards, I sent you digital copies of the books just to say thank you. Um, so, everybody... Shout out to everybody, but not only that, I'm excited about the fact that that's out, but also the landing page is up for this. Nearly my toilet, book number four. Gotcha. This is dope. And there goes uh, Herman doing a super fly Jimmy Snooker move on duty, flying in the air. So uh, I'm excited about this book number four. The landing page is up. Thank you to the 11 people who've already signed up. Um, so I'm excited about this. And I have a special incentive. For every all return backers. So if you back this, you wanted to come back for two or three. You act back if you two didn't come back for three. You back three. You come back on a physical level. Everybody's gonna get an enamel pin. Free. An enamel pin. What? Say it ain't so, Joe. Say it ain't so. And which enamel pin are you talking about, Sam? Well, I'm glad you asked. I am glad you asked. I'm talking about the iconic, the classic, the one that started it all. Say, like, which one started it all? I'm not sure what you're talking about. 
duty in the toilet, enamel pin, bam. So everyone's gonna get this classic enamel pin free of charge, free of charge, just for coming back on a physical level and back in the campaign. Not there only that, and for everybody who wants to support the campaign, but really, uh, you know, they're feeling they're feeling the crunch. They're feeling the crunch. You know, for just a dollar, you'll still get two digital prints at a dollar level. So there's something for everybody. I was working the past couple of days on the Kickstarter campaign, and I was like, you know, how do I say thank you to everybody who's been supporting? And this is my way of just extending that gratitude because I truly, truly appreciate your support. Awesome stuff. What up, Dan? Hey, what's, what's up? up? Hey, nice in the house. Yeah, damn price. If you guys haven't done so yet, Bigfoot knows karate's out right now. I think you got a few hours left, so you guys want to check that out. Yes. Shout out to Dan Price. Thank you so much for the shout out, my man. Uh, but yeah, good stuff, Sammy. That's good stuff. January 3rd is when the campaign will launch. So happy new yeah. year to everyone. We're gonna have a live show uh that day. And yeah. uh, you know, every everyone's welcome to to join, join the fun. Yeah, and what's great is that you know, I like I don't have to worry about populating the campaign, it's done. Like I, I spent the past couple of days, the tears, the rewards, the stretch goals. I mean, I mean, this one's you know pretty dope. Um, and uh, um, I'm excited about this one. I'm I'm really excited about this one. Um, you know, and uh, yeah, I was just you know I spent the past couple of days. I said, you know what? There's been some loyalists that's been around uh, for a while, and you know I want to do something a little different this time. Um, so I already ordered the enamel pens, so they're done. You know, so it's like I'm just waiting for them to arrive on the 21st. Um, so once I have them, I'll show it to you guys what it's going to look like. But uh, I'm excited about this campaign. This one's even funnier than the first three. Um, and for those of you who got the digital copies, I'd love to get your feedback on it. And for those who, when you get the physical, I love some selfies if you can um, do so. And if you're a true fan of duty, um, uh, and you're, and you know, we, we want to make book for the launch party really, really fun. So, um, if you can send us a video testimonial or even a, a written testimonial, we'll read it live on the, on the launch of book four. And if the video will play on, on the live launch, we want to make that, um, camp that, uh, that that's a party. You know, the boys are coming out, you know, Royals Caporis is coming. Johnny Syfax from the block is coming. So it's going to be dope. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good time. Definitely. Nice. January 3rd at what is it? Seven. Seven. Yeah. Yeah, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're gonna go and we're gonna be we're gonna be rocking. We're gonna be rocking. It's gonna be a good time. So make sure you're there on the third. The third, yeah. yes, indeed. That's, That's good stuff, Sammy. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. In a couple of weeks on November 20th, I will be at the comic book uh expo in Long Island, the Long Island Comic Book Expo. That's big news. That's big yeah, news. I'm actually gonna be there. I'm gonna be doing a panel with uh with uh my homeboy, uh Mr. JD Rosario of unstoppable comics we're going to be talking about kickstarters on that panel and then mark torres has extended uh the next panel for me to join in with him talking about podcasting so we're going to be doing we're going to be doing that um it's going to be on sunday sunday from two to three is the first one four to five is the other one so if you guys are in the area in long island on sunday check us out we're going to be out there on november 20th fire Come Why out, you? say what up, say what up, and if you're gonna be at the show, let me know because I'm gonna be walking the floor, and I'd love to link up with some of you guys. Yo, record that panel. I'll put it on Cast the Craze, bro. Let's yeah, yeah. Let's see. Yeah, oh. if we can get uh, yeah, get some footage out there. I'll set yeah. something up so we can get take done. a selfie stick and put your phone in blank, and uh, I'll stick. I'll do the editing. <laughs> I'll do the editing, and uh, I'll post something. Stick. 
There's no mystery. Oh, and by the way, uh, everybody, uh, for those of you out there, I did move the art stream to the Art of Samuel channel. Um, so um, check out the Art of Samuel. Uh, I want to keep the, the the content pure, so we're gonna um, um, just keep Cast the Craze really focused on the guest and, and, and indie created related stuff. And so I moved it over there. So go check out the video channel um, and subscribe if you haven't done so to the Art of Samuel, um, where I stream um, a couple times a week. Um, I've been doing daily, but uh, because I've been working on other stuff, I, I, I slowed up, but I'll be streaming live today, um, working on some stuff. Yeah, yeah. And if you guys are out there and have a project you wanna you want to uh you don't want you want to promote, you know, there are opportunities for you to do so as sponsors on the show. So if you want us, if you want to sponsor a show, hit Sammy up. Actually, there's a link uh in the I think there's a link in the show in notes the chat. For that. Yes. Yeah, for that as well. So if you guys want to sponsor a show, if you guys have something that you want to promote uh definitely do that definitely do that because uh that is yeah. a great way to get your stuff out there we'll definitely so, blast it yes just to chime in on what georgia said so we are booked all the way through february um because we were interviewing on tuesdays right um wednesdays have been locked so we usually record tuesdays and wednesdays wednesdays have been locked um because of work-related stuff but we will open up wednesday nights eight o'clock p.m um for sponsors only so if if you have a campaign that you're trying to promote in, De in December or whatever it is, and you see that it's all booked, uh, all you have to do is hit us up um, and say, and hit that link, hit, you know, get a sponsorship spot, and then I'll get the alert that you sponsored it, and then we'll reach out and we'll get you on for a Wednesday in that month. Um, but that's how it works for Wednesday. So that's how you, you get to move ahead of the line, but it's just for sponsorship. So we'll make an adjustment there. Um, but right now, um, if you're trying to promote anything in the next couple of weeks or the couple of months, we are booked straight through February. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, what else we got going on? Oh, and we just wanted to give, you know, shout out to, to obviously all of the, uh, all of the comic book shops that are out there. And actually, Sam, you got you got a, a, an interesting story about a, a yes. shop uh, in Bayonne, right? Bayonne, what, Jersey? In Bayonne, New Jersey. Yeah, Manifest Jersey. Comics is one of the small press businesses in Bayonne that's been fostering a community since opening its doors in 2012. So these guys opened the doors in 2012. Then they were affected by Hurricane Sandy. Right. So then they had to, like everybody else that's been affected. I mean, I remember Hurricane Sandy. We were in the dark for a week. Um, oh, Sandy was terrible, bro. It was terrible. You know, weeks leading up to Sandy, uh, my parents, before I go, you know, my parents, my in laws, they sent us um, um, uh, glow strips that you put in the staircase. And, and so when, when it's dark, you see, you know, you can see the glow strips. You can navigate through the house because we had no power at all. The only thing we had was gas. Um, so we were able to cook, but uh, we didn't have a refrigerator because not everything. So we had to have like a cooler, um, and and to power our cell phones, we had to use our car. Um, so that was that was it was, it was. And then we had those miners lamps on our heads when we walked around the house. It was crazy. But um, yeah. yes, they survived that. Um, and then you know they were a small store above a a, a, a poultry place, and then. Um, there was an opening for a bigger spot down the block, so they were able to move to, to the bigger spot, and then. COVID hit and they shut down again, right? Mm -hmm. So then, so what they did was they capitalized on doing the online sales and local delivery. So, so they would deliver um, to all their, their, their clients and uh, and do online sales and, and shipping. And then um, then they survived that. Then they started supporting the community. So, you know, when the, the schools were giving free lunches during the lockdown, they were giving free comics. 
they were supporting the free lunch program or whatever. So, you know, and uh, so now they've grown, they've built, they, they, they've grown to a point where now it's a, they have a staff, they have a manager in the store where it was That's just awesome. you know, the owner. Um, so shout out to Manifest Comics in Bayonne, New Jersey, um, you know, for doing what you're doing and surviving and continuing to support this industry that is very challenging. And so we appreciate you here yeah. at Grace. Yeah, no, big shout out. Big shout out to all, all of those uh, small stores and, you know, comic book shops that are out there still still doing what they're doing, especially yeah. big shout out to those that support indie comics as well. Yes, uh, because that's important, man. Grow, growing the industry is, is an important thing. I saw I saw I actually then uh, done had a, a post on, on Facebook and he was asking about floppies and like, is it do they matter anymore? Right. Do, do, uh, do floppies matter anymore? That's a business question. Yeah, do they matter anymore? And and I think, I mean, listen, I I'm I'm a huge fan of of comic of, of the comics, right? I I love Spider Man is my character, the Amazing Spider Man. I've been collecting it for years, ever since. I I missed when when Todd McFarlane was doing it, but I got into it when Eric Larson was doing the book, and from then on, you know, whatever. I, I stopped collecting for a while, but now I'm back. I'm collecting it again. So I picked that up at my local comic book shop. Big shout out to the the Spider's Web. Uh, here in Yonkers, so I pick up my books there. I just I just started picking up, you know, the the dynamic or uh, what a deadly duo, um, the Mark Silvestri Batman book. Mm -hmm. Pick that up. Um, so I do enjoy floppies. I do enjoy single issues. I think the problem with when it comes to indies and the single issues is that money runs out. So we can't stick by a schedule that says, oh, I'm going to put that out every month. Yeah. A, we don't we don't have a team. You know, we don't have an editor, writer, you know, and even if we do have a team, we got to pay those people and we don't have the money to pay those people right. to be able to put this out every month. So do they matter as a consumer to me? They do, because I, I, li I like to go to the comic book shop every month and pick up my book. I do. They matter to me as a consumer. As an indie, they also matter. I just can't afford to do it. <laughs> I can't afford to produce Yes, know, that's, uh, what, that's where I am. You know, it's, it's yeah. interesting you say that because, you know, it's, it's like I'm waiting for like I was just asking myself the question. Are all does, does Tom McFarlane have all of Spawn collected into volumes? Because no. because I have books um, one through one hundred and fifteen. Right. Right. Um, and then I have book 200 and I have book three, you know, all the, all the milestones, the milestones, right? right. Yeah. But I don't have anything in between. So I was like, you know what? There's no way I can afford to get all the books in between. Um, I got to see if they have all the volumes consecutively because I want to collect them. Um, you know, and so it was funny that you said that because, you know, you start thinking about financially, which is the best return on my investment. Um, I want to read it. I want it in my collection because I'm a sporn fan, but, and, but I've, you know, but I have to be prudent about, you know, of, uh, financially responsible when I make my decision. Yeah. So yeah, floppies is tough because, you know, outside of Kickstarter, I'm not doing, unless, unless it blows up, I'm not doing variant covers for comic shops, right? You know, right. unless there's like a big deal with a comic shop and, and they're, they're like an official, you know, you know, they're like, yeah, we're going to carry you for the next five years, blah, 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 blah. Can you get exclusives every six months or whatever? That's a different story. But so then you think about it outside of Kickstarter, Variant comics, I mean, variant covers, I'm sticking to one cover that I'm distrib distributing to all stores um, because it is costly. You know, if you're, if you're paying for it, it makes it easier. But if I have to go out and mass produce, I'm only producing a single cover. Right. Yeah. And then, but the, and then the other side is also, does it matter to the comic book shop? And I think it does matter to the comic book shop, but they have to make money. Yeah. So the, the comic book has to sell. In yes. order for them to be able to pick it up and put it in their stores. So 
do floppies matter? I think that they still do matter to the industry. It's just a it's just a, how do we get them sold? How do yeah. we get them out there to the yeah. point where it's something that's that's a viable that's viable income to for for the store that we can afford to do it as indies and that the consumer can can wants to go out and buy it. You know, like what is it about that book that they're gonna want to go buy? Yeah. I, I I still collect the icons because they're icons, right? I've been collecting them since I was a kid, and that's and that's where that's what kind of like books like ours come in right because yeah. we have to we have to uh, you know i guess target the younger audience so that they grow up reading these books and now they want these books for as long as you know when they grow up and they get older whatever they tell their kids i used to read that book archie how many kids started reading archie when they were younger you know what i mean not exactly not necessarily that there was a, a young audience because they were teenagers at the time but for some reason there was something about archie that even me as a 12 year old or an 11 year old would pick it up and read it you know what I mean? Like, so that's that's the thing. It's like they do matter, I think. It's just a matter of how do we make them so that they matter enough to either be sold, you know. I think it's I think the I think the, the the whole word indie has a stigma around it. Um, yes. you know, it's just like all ages has a stigma around it. You know, whenever you put a label on it, it comes with with some baggage. Baggage, yeah. Right. So I think that's the, the, the real reason for it. When you think indie, you think you think um, short term. Yeah. Yes. Short term. Um, um, you know, uh, here today, gone tomorrow. Uh, inconsistent. You know, so there's a lot of things. So there has unless. Uh, and so then you have then there's indie mainstream, which is the images and all that stuff, whatever. There's, there's, there's more studios. Yeah, the mainstream yeah. independence. Right. So. You know, unless you're mainstream independent, you know, you're you're going to be part of the, that bottom fodder, you know, and uh, it is what it is, you know, unless you have that breakout comic. But again, consumers are fickle. You know, if you're not consistent, they they, they move on quickly. They yeah. move on quickly. So, it, you know, it's a matter of, um, you know, of what you do. I think it's case by case and it, you got to put in the hustle and you got to put in the, the, the bigger problem is aspiration versus reality. Right. The reality is you have to be a business person if you want to go indie. You have to be a business person. You have to understand taxes, marketing, promotion, all that stuff. Um, and that takes a toll. And because of that, you don't you want to take shortcuts so you you convince yourself why you don't need to do those steps. No, nah, I don't have to do that. I don't know why they waste their time. But then next you know you're gone tomorrow, right? And yet you're at the bar drinking, like, oh, I don't know what the hell. You know, yeah. it's like I did everything and no one bought my books. No, you didn't do everything because you were too stubborn. But I think that's the that's the case. It, it's just hard. It's very hard. And so we have that stigma. It's not going away anytime soon. Um, and for those who rise beyond that, I think, and that's that's something that I want to discuss on the next. I got so many episodes lined up for the crazy ten less. Yeah. But um, what I'm seeing now is creatives just creating for movies. They're creating their their pitch book that's their comic book they're creating straight just to get a deal uh it's not because they want to create the comics it's because they want a movie deal so they knew that the comics is a way to get into the room and say boom so that's another avenue yeah i i think the, the bottom line is we got to make them matter like we have to we yeah. have to whether it's right create things that matter that people are gonna want to buy how do we know that that's that. That's the that's the question, right? How do we know what people want to buy? How do we know? We sometimes think, hey, if I if I'm gonna write for me, if I like it, you know, hopefully somebody else will like it, and that's and that's cool. I mean, that's the way you know. I think you shouldn't you shouldn't necessarily you know write for somebody else. Like you like you're saying, like write for a trend. 
necessarily. You know, sometimes people do. And I think like once you make it into the industry, people start writing that way. Yes. Movies are being written with trends in mind because they want to put people in seats. So they start doing it that way. Yes. Whereas indies, we write because we love what we're doing and we're writing what we love. And sometimes those things don't hit. And that's the problem sometimes. But I think that we, like you said, have to find a way to be that business person that yep. can that can generate an interest, that can make things go viral so that stores will say, no, 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 we want your book. You know, smaller publishing companies like Dynamite, Alterna, you know, and those guys will say, no, no, we want to pick up your book because we can see, we see how it can sell. That's what we have to kind of like, as Indies have to try to like find a way to, you know, get that interest going. And if you want to stay independent and, and print it out yourself, by all means, but you got to understand that's not an easy avenue to go down because if you're going to do it independently, now you got to wear a lot of hats and now you got to be your publisher. You got to be a marketer. You got to be your, 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 you know, HR, you got to be, you know what I mean? And, and on top of that, you still have to create the book. You still have to write it. If you're the artist, you have to draw it. So there's a lot of things that, that go into producing a comic book. And if you want to stay indie, that's amazing. But you got to understand that's a tough road uh, to go down. And some people can do it, you know, but I just I wish we can go back to the days of like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, right? Where, where these guys printed out 500 copies, sold it at a convention, so, so, at a convention and all of a sudden, boom, they had a cartoon deal and they had all these things. It's not as easy anymore. There's, there's, a, lot, there's a lot of stuff out there, bro. Everything, no, the pressure now to be a breakout independent is um, ever since Shark Tank really hurt all industries because now you're, when you're presenting, they want to know how many units have you sold? How many locations are you at? What's your fan base like? How many followers do you have on social media? All these questions that people are asking you, business investors. So you have to come with weight. You have right. to come yeah. already have done the work before. It's not like when I was in music back in the days. We we used to take, I had my 12-inch record, you know, record, right? My album, my single. And we used to deliver it to the record stores. We, back of the car, we go to every we started in neighborhoods. We started in Queens and we went to Brooklyn to every record shop and we like, you know, sell our books and, and uh, I mean, our records, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. same thing with the comics. We used to be able to do that. Right. And, and hustle. And then you get, you get, you get, get written up in a magazine, all that stuff, whatever. Now it's different. Now you really got to put in the work and you got to hustle. And, um, and only the ones who are really truly committed and love what they do, it will survive. That's going to be the off the, 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 the lucky ones, right? The, the ones that, you know, came up with a concept, left field, never did a comic, wanted to do a comic because they had, they always dreamed of doing it. And then boom, it just pops because somebody saw it and they're like, yo, I like this. I want to, I want to publish it. So it's going to be those one-offs, but for the majority, it's going to be a lot of work. That's it. Yeah. It's like, we, we had a, uh, a guest on the show. Uh, I can't remember his name now, but uh, he's, he's gone out, I, uh, you know, he's gone on to do big things. I mean, signed big deals. and. Big yeah, big, big, big moves that I'm like, wow, that's amazing. Like what he was able to do is amazing. And and it does happen. It, it can happen that way. But I don't know how much is how much of that he's still creating himself. And now it's just a matter of I, I got he became a business person and had to go ahead and do what he had to do on the business side. And maybe he's not doing the, the creative stuff anymore. I don't know. Because it, it does, it does, you have to pick um unless you get to the point where even Todd McFarlane, think about Todd McFarlane. He had to pick, right? He couldn't draw the book anymore. He couldn't, he couldn't write the book anymore. He was plotting it out. This right. is what I want you guys to write. Here you go. Write it. Here you go, Greg. Draw it. 
and we'll put it out there. My name will still be on it. Say plot, you know, plot by Todd McFarlane. I'll, I'll do a couple of covers, throw them on the cover, sign my name on them and sell them. But he wasn't creating the whole thing, you know. I got to give a shout out to Eric Larson because he still does everything on on the dragons, uh, on the Savage Dragon. He does everything on that thing. And but if you notice, something's got to give. And I think that because he does everything on the book and I hate to say it, but the quality of the yes. art takes a, takes a hit. Right. Takes a hit for it because he's doing everything. So. And that's the thing, even with the big dogs, man. Like it just—that's where human. I think if you're going to do everything, then have a backlog before you release the first issue. So have ten issues in the pipeline already. So you're always going to be ten issues ahead. You know, so you don't have to worry about rushing. So you know, have a year. So it's twelve months in a year. Have twelve issues, right? Before you come out, put that's twelve. So if you know that it takes you, yeah. like, if it takes you thirty days, if you're doing it by yourself. To do what now you're 12 months ahead, you know what I mean? You know, so you're always gonna be 12 months ahead. Imagine, yeah, I know. And you know what's the funny thing about that is that on paper, that sounds like duh, hell yeah. But you know, us create, we want to put our stuff out there, right? We we don't want to wait. We're like, I can't wait to put out this. So a lot of times we we rush and we just want to put out there and we're like, okay, three is enough. And it, 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 normally it is, but if you're doing everything, it's not because it's going to catch up to you. Three months is like this, especially eight if you're is doing enough. other things. Eight is enough. <laughs> eight is enough. So, so yeah, so it, it's tough, man. It's tough. Actually, we were just talking before we came on. Another one of the topics we were talking about was another, there's a, there's a comic book. Um, what is it? Epoch? Yeah. Speaking so of Epoch, indies that, yeah. that are doing things. Um Exclusive in you, uh, but this was on uh, comicbookmovie.com and it is a new era of African comic books and movies. Uh, interview with artist creator Martin Okonkwo. In our series, showcasing top African and uh, the spur creators who are making characters and stories right for movies. So uh, he's the founder of Epoch Comics. The studio aims to not just tell African stories, but do it in an authentic, moral, and wholesome way to the world and inspire a new generation to rise above negative stereotypes, embrace diversity, and strong values, right? And so, you know, he's a multi-talented, multi-award illustrator, graphic designer, and comic book artist. He has 12, twice won the Nigerian Comic Book Artist of the Year and the Lagos Comic Convention Fist Awards in 2017, 2018, respectively, for his work of ages number three and number four his works has been hosted on several local international platforms like comicsology amazon comically has also been featured on comic book lives like bleeding cool squid mag and comic panel um he's done ad illustrations and all that stuff whatever so you know his his focus is really about really telling stories that his community can relate to and that are prepared for film um, you know, so he wants to cross over into films. So that, that there's a there's a motive behind it. It's not just doing comics. So and that's why I said you know you um, there are those who might just want to go that route because comics are so difficult. So their their real focus is how to get into that playing field. But yeah, yeah. So here's another you know guy. guy he's like you know what I I I don't like the stories that I see about my my culture so i'm going to tell it my way and represent it you know so you know you know do what you know keep doing what you're doing you know i think that to you know kudos to to epoch right because 
I don't think there's anything wrong with writing with the mindset that you want to make it into a movie or a streaming service. I don't think there's there's anything wrong with that. I don't think it should no. be frowned upon. I don't think we should look at that as what don't write that way. I think that I love comics, right? And I love writing for comics and I love creating comic books. But at the end of the day, comics isn't where you're going to be able to quit your job and do what you love, which is creating stories. Yes. It's just, it's not, it's not right. It's not like even, even Marvel and DC struggle to sell books. So what do you think is going to happen to us? So it's okay to dream big and say, yo man, I, I want to, I want this to be a, a, a cartoon, a streaming show or whatever. I, I think that writing with that in mind or creating with that in mind, I don't think there's anything wrong with that because that's goals. That's aspirations. I think what they're doing, for example, is great. They, they're saying, okay, we're going to do comics, but, this is going to lead to bigger things, movies, you know, because that's where you get the mass audiences because not everybody reads comics. Who be, I mean, you know, like not everybody reads comics. I'm sure, listen, Wakanda Forever is coming out or came out last night and it's out yeah. right now. Yeah, people have been watching it already. Yeah, people are watching it already, right? I, I, I can guarantee a lot of the people that are watching that movie probably never read a Black Panther comic. Never oh. read a Black Panther comic, right? But they're going to see the movie. So, that and that's that's where it's at. To me, I, I feel like I want my character to go beyond the comic book page. I want him to be, you know, your next Saturday morning cartoon like we used to watch back in the days, right? So kids can grow up and later on, you know, love the comic that they read when they were a kid. So I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I, and I love the fact that Epoch is, is saying that in their statement, right? We are, we are, this is what we're doing. I'm going to tell you straight up what we're doing. We're doing these comics, but we want movies. And I think that's, you know, if you, if you are a big believer on um, projecting, Right. So I think, you know, right. when, you know, they're projecting their intent the secret. And, and, and that's that nine times out of 10. That's the plan. I think what happens sometimes people have ulterior motives. No, I just want to do this. They're actually projecting their intent. They said, this is what we want to do. This is how we're going to do it. And so because they want the world to know, look. And so hope, you know, so then, you know, the idea behind that is now. They're getting notoriety and recognition because here's they're directly going after the, the, this industry. Um, so now industry executives are like, yo, what's over there? We're looking for something new. Boom, yo, check this out, right? Um, so I think some, you know, you know, believe it, and you'll achieve it. I'm we're to a ten part animated show, y'all. Yes, there you go. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like yeah. you have to think big. I think that to think that oh, I'm just doing it for comics, and if you want to do that, that's cool. But don't crap on the people who want to big do bigger things. That's it. To each to each his own. I always say that to each his own. Do yeah. your thing over here, but yeah. don't talk crap about the people that are doing it over here. That's Everybody it. can eat. Everybody can eat. That's you know what it. I mean? Like, well, I mean, let, I, let, let's eat. I've always, you know, ever since I was a kid, I always said I wanted my stuff to be on in every household. Yeah, right? dude. You that's. Know, I'm not looking for you know just to, you know, my neighbors all know me. Hi, I love your art. You know, I was like, thank you, all twelve of you neighbors. You know, no, <laughs> right. I'm, looking, I'm looking to expand reach, right? So, and, right. and whatever, and whatever avenue that means. And so for me, it's uh, licensing is a big thing. You know, all those things. So, um, if you know, if your intent is there, go for it. Um, you know, the road is long. Um, the competition is thick, but yeah. just focus on the 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 value that you add to your project yeah. and 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 things should um, pay off. I, I think the, the other thing to that is that we, we also have to be aware that once we step into that arena, there's going to be sharks in the water yeah. and yeah. they're going to change. Yeah, as Saturday morning, exactly. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. 
there, there are sharks in the water and there are people who are going to want to change your product because they're going to yeah. think that we know how to sell it better. So there is going to be that. So then I'm going to have to get Henry Cavill to go and re negotiate for me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, so you got to be ready for that, but you got to you got to go in there with eyes wide open yes. and not think, oh, nobody's going to tell me what to do with my product. No, 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 no. There's yeah. gonna you're going to have to have some tough conversations once you get at the higher you get. So, you know, and you got to be well. You got to say to yourself, okay, am I willing to sell out, or am I just going to say no to these people and go back and do what I'm doing, start all over again, and maybe somebody else will see my vision, yeah. a la Sylvester Stallone and Rocky. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. You know, oh, he's coming back as the shark in uh, Suicide Squad. Is he really? Yeah, yeah. He's he's got a show. Uh, I I forget. Uh, I think it's on Paramount or one of those streaming services where he's yeah. a he's a hitman who comes out of jail or a mafia guy who comes out of jail. I forget the name yeah. of the show, but it looks like kind of, or something like that. Or something, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got some stuff. But yeah, there. but also you know, condolences to the family of Carlos Pacheco, yeah, legendary yeah. comic artist. Um, you know, dies at sixty. You know, unfortunately. You know, he lost the battle to ALS and, um, and it's tough, man. It's tough. I mean, I mean, I remember him at signings at conventions. I mean, his work is just out of control. Yeah. His work was always like fantastic. You know, he's done from Marvel for DC, both Marvel and DC released, um, for, you know, their condolences, uh, pay tribute to him online. And, um, you know, he, you know, in the early years of his career, Pacheco contributed to several Spanish language editions of Marvel Comics. He then yeah, started to branch out further, gaining recognition as a soul penciler on the four issue Marvel series Dark Guard. After that, he became a key figure on the likes of the Avengers Forever, X Men, Fantastic Four, Green Lantern, and The Flash. Yeah, man. So rest in peace, you know, and condolences to the family. Yeah, Mr. Carlos Pacheco, man. That's that's yeah. crazy. I mean, we, we, we've lost a lot of uh, yeah. iconic you know, uh, comic book artists, uh, this year or you know, yeah, this year, just this year alone. Right. This year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, Neil Adams seen, this year, yeah. you know, between the icons and the people we know in the indie community, we've lost a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, uh, it, it just reinforces why everything is so precious and time is not your friend. Right. What you do with the time that you have is so critical. And if you're wasting it on social media, constantly scrolling and looking at shit, Excuse my language. If you're looking at stuff, damn, we were so good. <laughs> we so always good. do it. We always do it. Then comes the time, like we're like, oh shoot, okay, we've done it. I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's crazy. So, so yo, I mean, time is not your friend. So your yeah. your dreams are precious, and sometimes the dreams are are seem unachievable because of life's challenges and if you fight through the noise and you fight through all the chaos and and you you're, and you continue to just work on yourself and your craft um you'll get closer to achieving that dream um you know and i think it's just and if you haven't done so already if there's a friend that that you had a falling out with or a family member that you haven't spoken to in a while pick up the phone and give them a call and just say you know i was thinking about you i hope you're okay that's it, you know, and, uh, you know, life is short. You don't want to leave this planet with regrets. That's it. Yeah, no, I agree, man. And, th and that's why if you have a project that you're working on, finish it. Yes. Finish it, you know. Tomorrow's not promised. If you have a project that you're working on that you're like, oh, man, I'm going to get to it. I'm going to get to it. Get to it. Get to it, man. Get to it. Try as yeah. hard as you can to get to it. Finish it. Put it out there. You know what I mean? Like that's as creators, that's what we do, man. And, and you know, it's 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 sad because we don't, you know, nothing's promised. 
but yeah, brother, that's uh, that's the yeah. first half of the show. First wow, half that, went, show. that went quick, bro. That went quick. I also want to say, yeah, quick shout out to ASAP Imagination, Paul Hades. We have we're working with him and Sam. You you may be coming up next. We're working with. I told him. you how it's gonna work, right? I, I, I think know, I'm gonna I be know. lost. I know. I'm we're, just working, Paul. <laughs> we're working with Paul on a, on an anthology series called Animatronics, where there are ten artists, nine artists, nine nine writers, who are going to write ten pages of a 100, 100 page story. It's one full story, but we're all writing ten pages within that one world, within that one story. And I'm up, I'm next, so I'm in the middle of writing my ten pages. I will be submitting them in. I wrote mine already. Oh wow! That's <laughs> ready to go. I don't care what. Is written now. I've already done mine. I'm gonna submit mine. No, the way this is working is somebody writes ten pages. Oh, really? The next person, the next person reads those ten pages and writes over those ten pages. It's a fun experiment. Let's see how it goes. Let's see how it goes. And then, and then right after the the writers finish, then he's gonna uh, pull artists out of the hat. And artists are going to draw the ten pages. Crazy. Uh, yeah, it's 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 an interesting experiment that Paul. Hey, artists. Big shout out to him. If you're writing my segment, represent. Represent. <laughs> Go in. Go uh, in. Yeah. So it's gonna be. It's fun. It's fun. It's a fun story. So I, I'm, I'm sure it'll be out sometime next year. But big shout out to Paul Hades and ASAP Imagination for Animal Is it Hades or Hayden? Hayden. We call him Hades, or he's he's, he's called Hades. <laughs> oh, that uh, is. play on his last name. But yeah, yeah. Big shout out to Paul. Big oh, shout yeah. out to Paul. Good guy. Good guy. So, uh, but yeah, Sammy. What do we? What do we go into our topic? You got a little break. Yeah, break. So just remind everybody why you should subscribe to Cast the Craze uh, if you haven't done so already. Um, here we go. It's Monty Moore. I am a 30-year comics veteran in comics, games, and movies. And you've been watching one of my absolute favorite podcasts, Catch the Craze. You are watching Catch the Craze. What am I listening to? And you're listening to Catch the Craze. Where are all the indies at? A Catch the Craze podcast. What are you watching? I'm watching Catch the Craze. What are you going to do? Subscribe now to Catch the Craze, the number one show online for independent. Have you subscribed to? You are an independent. Catch the Craze. Making moves on your own. Catch the Craze. On your grind in the streets. Catch the Craze. Join the movement. Catch the craze. Artists protect your work. <laughs> what happened there? I don't know. You sound like you're on the outside, and I don't even see you. Oh no! Come on! <laughs> Come on, man! You can't see what I can see. Oh on, no! Can you see me or no? No, all I see is a dot. But you can hear me. I can hear you. All right, maybe I'll come back. Let's let's carry on. All right, let's. Carry on. Anyway, so artists protect your work. Why does that mean? So, oh, there you go. I'm Hello. Back. Yeah, you want your, your AC on? I don't know. Sounds like your AC's on. Oh, there you okay. Go. All right. Uh, he's like, I'm doing a sweat in this box. So hot, bro. <laughs> that's all I hear. So, um, um, recently, if you're on YouTube and you're an artist, you've been noticing there's been a lot of videos and a lot of chatter on social media about conceptual artists concept artists do all these big fabulous beautiful illustrations for the movie and film industries whatever it is being challenged to prove that they actually did it, that, that stuff um that they actually did the work and um and it was an ai generated um application uh software that they used and so 
we've gotten to that point and this is just small smoke signals about um what steps can you take to try to validate the fact that you actually did it it's almost like copyright no i did this so uh you're guilty until proven innocent just like in in the world um you know and so uh how would you handle it knowing that a client just hired you because of your portfolio and then you're producing this well we're not paying you unless you proved that you you actually uh did it and it wasn't ai generated yeah um i i think that's 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 messed up if you're not they're, they're not gonna pay you <laughs> right like hey dude that, that's kind of that's kind of messed up uh but I, I i always i think that a lot of the times I, I think you should you should at least ask for half up front right half up front the rest at the end um and i and i can totally understand why that's an issue as an artist right if i'm doing something i should get paid for it at 100 absolutely now if it's stipulated in the contract that it has to be you doing the work and not an ai or an ai program doing the work i think that that now has to start to be put into into a contract if that's not in the contract how i produce this art i mean you didn't tell me i couldn't use it <laughs> you know what I'm saying? like i look at it that way the other way i look at it is from the from the point of view of the person hiring the artist right you and i have been in a situation where we hired an artist we thought we were going to get work that we were gonna love and then we ended up getting it it almost makes you question wait i looked at your instagram right. the stuff looked gorgeous i'm looking at what you're giving me now it doesn't look the same did you even do the stuff on your instagram you know what i mean so i understand why at, if i'm hiring an artist and i and i've stipulated that i want your original work and you're going to go ahead and do an ai i want to know that you did it I want proof that you did it so i can see it from that 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 point of view also you know what i mean right no i think um here's the thing number one the threat of being replaced is real right? <laughs> it's real it's like just like in any industry right i mean right now there are um hospitals all around the world that are right using ai and computers to do surgeries so now basically they're training physicians on how to manipulate the machinery and now you got all these arms doing what you saw in star wars when we were growing up performing surgery so that means there's like eight of people that are going to be out of work all those assistants in the room all these people that are normally needed you know are being out uh, displaced burger joints restaurants are now going automated right so there's this real you know it's infiltrating every arena now what can you do what steps can you take to try to keep yourself relevant and keep yourself um, um employed and having people wanting your work you know i think this is where you have to work harder at fine-tuning your skills getting better as an illustrator getting better as a marketer you know figuring out how to because if you could if you can um secure your fan base and you can secure your business and if you can influence each customer to talk about what you've done and share your work you know to other potential customers you can you can position yourself where you you don't have to worry about the threat and then night and the reality is like if, if people are looking for original the original work they want it by the artist right so we haven't gotten to that point yet where the ai is going to be able to do an original work everything's still printed right yeah. so the artist using acrylics and markers and pencils and whatever the same thing there's something still um viable and appealing about owning that right mm -hmm. but the threat is real you know yeah. so you know the steps i think now what 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 these guys are doing and i was watching these videos 
they're actually re recording themselves drawing or they're taking um, snapshots photos of every of the, of the process to yeah. prove it was them yeah I, but I, but i think to, to uh, also in order for you to um to stay relevant you have to adapt so it, it's it's ha i mean it's been happening for like going from 11 by 17 sheets of paper remember we used to draw that get the get the get the get the rulers out draw your panels to digital art and a lot of and a lot of artists like if you decide that you're not going to learn how to do digital then you're not going to be working for too long because it's going to digital so the same thing now the next thing is ai right so get nasty with that stuff in case they ask you to do something in ai now you're no longer obsolete because now you can also do that you know what i mean well i mean a lot of times people who are writing the stories can just type it into the ai program and they'll draw it for themselves but i think that there is there is something to uh, convenience people pay for convenience if i can pay somebody to do something i don't want to do i'm going to do that so if you're an artist learn how to code the crap out of that ai program so that if a, a writer approaches you and says I want work done and I don't feel comfortable with this AI. Do you know how to use that? You can say, yes, I do. And I can also do, and I can also do print and I can also do digital and I can also do AI. Now you can do all of it. And now you're a one-stop shop. So if this writer decides, you know what? I kind of like the, the, the original stuff. Can you do, you know, acrylics? Yes, I can. Can you do digital? Yes, I can. Do you know how to mess with this AI? Yes, I do. You know what I mean? So I think that's part of like you, how you stay relevant. It's just continue to evolve and adapt to the different things that are being thrown at you. Yes. Don't say, I will not do that. No, I will not draw like that. No, that <laughs> is no good. Don't say that. You can't because you're going to lose work. You're going to hurt yourself. You are going to hurt yourself. If you want to stay true to it, by all means, stay true to it. But understand that somebody was willing to do that, is willing yes. to go digital. And so they will, and they may go with that. Yes, absolutely. And I think that's what it is. I think... In this day and age, you have to be able to constantly want to learn and adapt. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, I can tell you that uh, my whole strategy, I, I dedicate at least 15 to 20% of my week on learning. Learning. Yeah. Learning. That's dedicate it. Whether yourself. I'm watching the masters on how, on new coloring techniques, I'm watching yes. on, on, on marketing or whatever it is on how growing your platform. I'm always figuring out how to be stay relevant. So, you know, one thing that I I do is I plan for tomorrow. I'm working today, but I'm planning for tomorrow. I'm thinking about what what does Catch the Craze look like six months from now? You know, what does this look like? You know, six months from now, a year from now, um, and because I see what's happening with the shift, I see that everything's constantly changing. It's ebbs and flows, and you got to be able to go with the the flow. If not, you're going to be taken under by the rapids, you know. Mm -hmm. So you got to know how to tr you know tread water in those you know wild level four rivers, you know, because it's tough, yeah. Um, yeah. you know. But it, it's just it's just amazing how it's it, it it's it's quite um, interesting to see how like Mark Zuckerberg just 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 laid off eleven thousand people on on Meta, right? Because he he lost well, almost a hundred billion dollars on this whole meta strategy, because people are not buying into it, right? Because you know I think what happens is we are so we, it, 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 there's too much trying to take up our time, 
right? And so who's going to really want to um, recreate themselves in a meta world? Because, you know, the, the whole idea is that be the better self. That's where they lost it. So you're saying I'm not enough. So I think whoever was responsible for that marketing strategy is what created this impact on their business model. Because if you're telling me, hey, I know you don't like yourself, but you can love yourself by creating, you can give yourself muscles and you can make yourself prettier and you can do this and you create, and you can give yourself a penthouse apartment and live in Hollywood and, and, and live in this world and forget about this nasty world where you don't fit in. What? That's your marketing strategy, knucklehead. That's why you lost a hundred billion dollars because now you just tell me I'm not enough, that I suck, that I'm, you know, whatever, I'm irrelevant. You know what? I'm out, you know? And, um, you know, so I think that's the, uh, that's the, you know, what, again, it was this big talk, this big push. Um, good morning. What's up, Lou? Um, that, there's a big push for it, uh, for this, this distraction strategy. You know, and, um, you know, what I like about what um, Elon Musk is doing with Twitter is that he's giving it back to creatives. He's trying to he's trying to do he's trying to take the best of TikTok and YouTube and move it in Twitter where you can monetize on Twitter. How many how much time do people put into Twitter and making any money from it? So they want to try to do the same thing. So if you're a business person and you're trying to find and make money and sleep, you know, there are some things that you can do to do that. But um, if you want to, um, I think the biggest thing, without getting sidetracked, the biggest thing is just protect your work, protect the integrity of your stuff, continue to, to level up and, and grow and learn. So that way you are that much more valuable and, mm -hmm. and, 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 and you continue to grow your business. Yeah, I, I think you have to. I think it's about adapting. Yeah, it, you, that's how you survive. And that's just, that's that's since the dawn of time. Yeah, right. you just... You at that? You see that? Yeah. What? You see people running at me. All you do is freaking oh, widen your eyes. I'm like, I'm like, duck. Like, Watch your back. It's like, oh, terrible, terrible. <laughs> Jesus, you're looking at my mirrors, and I saw them coming. Yeah, um, yeah. no, but I, I think I think it's since the, since since we started this you know this journey in life, you've always had to adapt. You have to adapt, man. You have to adapt. You have to be able to zigzag. Um, zig when you zag and all that other fun stuff. Otherwise, you, we become obsolete, man. We become, look, I, 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 we always talk about this. The poor, the, you know, people used to collect tolls on bridges here in New York City. Gone. Why? Easy pass. was one of them. Easy, yeah. See? was one of them. Gone. Obsolete. No yeah. longer there. You know what I mean? Yeah, she lost her job, you know, because right. she was replaced by uh, automation. We're, we're all, yeah, it's gonna, it's bound to happen, right? It's bound to happen. What up, Gary? Um, so yeah, it's it's bound to happen. And listen, I like we we had this conversation about it before. I don't think that comic book artists are in danger yet. yet. I, I, and again, I don't even see it in in our lifetime. You know, I don't know how long we're gonna live. Hopefully, forever. But um, it's probably not. But I think that I think that concept artists are the ones that are going to start feeling the heat, and they already are, because yeah. because you can create some beautiful artwork in this AI program, some surreal, crazy looking I know. stuff. I, 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 was, I was testing it. I was like, yeah, you know, me too. I, and, I, I, you know, I they want you to pay bit. for it if you want to drill down, right? Yeah, so of course, of course. It has the capability. I was watching a video of a concept artist who was talking about the replacement and what you can do. So he was demonstrating what it looks like. So he went in, he paid for the app, and he put in some key fundamentals and it showed up and he goes well let's drill down even further so he added some more keywords and then it got even more detailed and more keywords it got even and it was just like this is crazy and it was in a matter of minutes yeah a matter of it's minutes quick. 
It's well, it, it takes us, you know, it'll take us to do that kind of quality it, of work, yes. 48 hours, a couple of a week or so. Yes. You know, so and, and that's here. Yeah. And how convenient is it to have artwork like that done for you in minutes? How much faster can you, how much more money can you make? Studios, for example, can make if they, they, they just pay, they just, an AI is programmed to create, you know, these worlds that, okay, now we're going to shoot something like that. Let's build that set. Let's do that. It's convenient. People pay for convenience. And that's what I'm saying. People are going to pay for that convenience. It's going to happen. Instead of having that human being sitting there, they're going to they're gonna hire an artist, a coder, and even a coder, coder to just sit in the, in, in, the, in the office and say, we all need day. the following. We need a storyboard for all this. Right. All so day. he's just <laughs> all day. That's all you got to do. That's, that's it. <laughs> you know, so the artists are going to be out there. It's like, you know, on the on, on the, the chopping block. And next thing you know, they're freaking become real estate agents or, you know, car dealers, <laughs> you know, agents. because they've been outplaced. So I think that's the, that's the hard part. So if you if you're working, if you're a freelance artist, if we could whatever, secure your position now, work harder. Even you have to work harder now to make sure that you're growing your fan base. Look at long term growth um and 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 figure out how to monetize yourself in as many arenas as possible so that you're making money in your sleep and you don't have to worry about being displaced but yeah. the reality is humans are smart but dumb we're so caught up on the shiny stuff that, that we're not realizing that we're, we're, we're putting things in place to replace ourselves and we're proud and it's our pride that messes us up yeah because we're too proud you know who has just started experimenting with digital that's good lou you, and i think you have to kind of you have to kind of experiment and learn and and, and know because you got to know your enemy right so if if ai is, is the threat understand ai know ai understand it you know what i mean because that way you 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 can counterattack it not that you'll win against ai but at least now you know how to use it right now you know how to how, how it works and what it can do and cannot do. Know the rules before you can break them type of thing. So I think I think it's about evolution. It's about learning. It's about, you know, staying ahead of the game, man. Trying to stay ahead of the game. It's part of our job. I disagree. To say I will replace artists rather than be a tool used by artists, I think it's not really that. Oh, they does not good see. It's just I, like I, I like that the Titanic will never sink, right? So I never use the word never because in the long time future, everything everybody wants everything now. And unfortunately, as human beings, we're not capable of doing everything right now. Um, you know, that's just reality of it. I, but I, I, future, again, yeah, good, good I think, point. Because I, I think to David's point, like you said, the saying never is going to happen. I think that's where we are kind of like we, we disagree because I, I while I, I personally I don't think it'll happen, like I said before, in our lifetimes as far yeah. as comic book artists. But I do think that eventually it will. You know what I mean? Making pretty pictures is not what solves problems. No, but I do think, you know, when, when, when we, when we, I think it'll happen when we are colonizing another planet, that's when you'll see AI's constantly replaced us. Um, not now, I mean, we're long-term from now, but I, I do see it in the long-term because it's already infiltrating the, the, the concept artist arena. Um, right, so it's starting they're, to go they're in, seeing, yeah. yeah, they're seeing that there's a challenge now with getting work because of these new applications. So if it's hitting that arena, it'll, it'll eventually cross over. Yeah. And, and while it is a tool, um, to David's point, it is a tool that artists can use. With AI, the artist doesn't even have to use it. It could just be the writer who writer. is prompting it to do what it wants it to do. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it makes pretty pictures not the same as human artists designing to me. I, listen, I agree. I, I, I don't think, I, I still like collecting comics because I like to read them. <laughs> rather than swipe on an app so, so I'm, I'm i'm in on that <laughs> kind of stuff <laughs> so what i mean <laughs> I you know and i again i think comics we're, we're we're safe for now 
I think, you know, yeah. I think, you know, once they figure out what's happening in the concept art world, because that's where it's really Im impacting, um, I think we're safer now. Um, but long term, I think with anything, you know, they said, you know, we'll never see, you know, a restaurant that doesn't have uh, people or, or shopping place that doesn't have people. You go to an Amazon market store and there's only one person in the store in the back. You walk in your prime. It scans your prime code, your QR code. You pick up anything. You walk out. It already knows because it's charged your QR code and you walk out. There's nobody there. There's burger joints where there's nobody there. And you just go, you hit, you, you key in what you want. And it starts and it starts slow, bro. You go to any of these stores, they have self checkouts where you check out yourself. There's not even a person checking you out anymore. It's just you going into beep, beep, scanning everything, you know? No. And that's uh, the difference. No one's going to watch an AI. No one's going to because you can't get a signed copy. You know, you want the original. You want you want the you know, or if you your favorite book, you want the artist to sign it. No one's going to say, I want the coder to sign my book. No, who's signing that? that's why I think right now we're safe. But in the foreseeable future, when they because right now, if you look at all the apps, they have a comic book section. Right. But, you know, and, and that but that's no one's touching that right now. But, you know, think about, you know, right now it's the concept. art. It's a, it's a real conversation in the concept art world. Yeah, that's interesting, man. Yes, sir. People connect and admire artists that are people, not machines. Yes. Yes, indeed. Until I mean, we, until we become clones. I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's funny because like they I mean, I, I, I still feel that way. Yeah. But unfortunately, the, the kids coming up aren't going to know what an, an artist was. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm not talking about now. It's not, again, it's, this is not something that's going to happen now. I think the way kids grow up in this world today, they, they're used to the iPads, bro. They go in and they know how to use these things without even anybody telling them how to and do it. Doesn't it. And so, matter. it doesn't matter if there's a human. They're so, they're so con con uh, conditioned to use technology. They're condi they it's conditioning. As long as they get it. It's conditioning. It's what it is. It's conditioning. Yes. Yes. We are conditioned to want the artist to sign yes. our stuff. That's the way we're conditioned. We're conditioned to read comics that are printed on paper. We're conditioned that way. We were conditioned that way since we were kids. Things are changing and the kids that are coming up now are going to be conditioned to AI is going to be something that's normal to them. Right. So I'm going to give you one example. And this just one example is not the norm, but it, but it, 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 it's kind of scary. I spoke to this young man at a convention, right? And I asked, you know, um, you know, do you play any sports? No, none of my friends play sports. What do you do? We go to school and we go home and we're gaming all day. I said, do you guys go to the, you know, the park, the comic store? No, no, you know, we just game all day and we talk online on social media. So they're so that number one, don't know how to carry a conversation outside of the norm. There's, there's no social skills, and and all they see is technology, outside of going to school, right? So there's a big fear that because they want the fastest iPhone, they want the the, the best gaming system, you know, the best microphone, the best this, right? And they want it now. They want it fast, and they just want it at the at their fingertips. It's it's about the tool, no longer about the person. I think that's where that's where the fear becomes, and it's it's long term, right? But there's a fear where the 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 the, the, the person is not going to have relevance. It's really going to be about the, the the tool or the product. Um, I want that now. I don't care who made it. I don't care where it came from. I just want it. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, the pencil and the machine doing the drawing. Right. 
Oh, I agree. I, I mean, I love, I mean, you know, I mean, we're talking. Skynet, could, baby. <laughs> Skynet, yeah, Skynet. I know. I know. That's how I started. Skynet. That's how I started the Crazy 10 less. If you guys haven't seen that episode, check it out. Um, yeah, I go I go in on AI. And uh, so, yeah, it's just, it's just something to think about, guys. And I never use the words never because, you know, um, you know, never is the curse that gets back at you. Um, but yeah, that was a, that was fantastic. Uh, uh, conversation. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Dave, for the, uh, for the, for the input also, man. I appreciate yeah. that. That's what I like. I, I like the, I like the, the, uh, you know, the back and forth is awesome. Yes. But, uh, yeah, now guys, Sam, yeah, this, this has been a great, this has been a great episode, man. It's been a great episode. And if you like this episode, if you haven't done so already, please give us a thumbs up, you know, hit that like button, subscribe, share it with a friend, let everybody know about the craze, uh, catch the craze and, uh, when we grow, the indie community grows, and we do this um, because we want to create more awareness on what we do as a small creative group, um, and uh, it's our way of giving back. And um, don't forget, if you haven't done so already, you know, the landing page is up. Sign up to Designated in My Toilet Book, number four, Gotcha, which launches January 3rd. And remember, as a way of saying thank you for everybody who's backed the previous campaigns, and you come back and back on a physical level, you're gonna get this enamel pin of duty coming out of the toilet free from me to you. Um, so all you have to do is come back. If you haven't come back since issue one, come back and pledge at a physical level, any physical level, and you'll get that for free. Um, and again, it's gonna be a, a hoot. Um, and uh, we're gonna have a great time January 3rd, um, a big party. And again, if you're a real big fan of Designated on My Toilet, Send me a written testimonial, video testimonial, a selfie with the books, why you like the book, and we're going to play it during the live launch on January 4th. Um, so, uh, and don't forget to visit getyourmeds.com. <laughs> getyourmeds.com. Go to the website. Pick up uh, books. Pick up uh, my uh, apparel. I got t-shirts, hoodies and stuff. We're going to start doing something like that for for. Uh, for the catch the craze for catch the craze for the channel itself start yeah. putting out some of that some some uh some apparel for you guys some swag yeah, we're um, so check up us on out. episode 500 that's right. be a party, be a party. Right. episode 500 and if you are going to be in long island new york on november 20th that's in a couple of weeks uh check uh check me out i'm going to be there i'm going to do a panel on uh on kickstarters and podcasting on the, the 20th uh from two to three and four to five so check Word. me out there so with that said, you know, again, thank you, everybody. Um, thank you, uh, David and Lou and uh, let's see who else. Uh, Gary Chung and Dan Price. Thank you all for watching and joining us and participating in our conversation today. And until next time, I am Sam the Crazy Man Ver. George the Dreamer Medina. Peace. And we are out.